You are listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist Broadcast, and we want to thank you so very much for joining us today. As we watch prophecy unfold on a daily basis, the world is searching for answers, and the nation of Israel needs true friends now more than ever before. Please stay tuned with us for today's broadcast as we will be focusing on news in the Middle East, Bible prophecy, and why America should never turn her back on God's chosen people. And now, here's our radio host, Dr. K. Daniel Freed. Once again, I'll read this so that you can think about what is being asked. Okay, Jesus asked them, saying, What think ye of Christ? So, they knew what Christ meant back in those days. They understood that Christos meant Messiah. So Jesus asked them, What think ye of Christ? Whose son is he? Well, they all knew the answer to that. They say unto him, the son of David. So they knew that the Messiah was going to come from the Davidic line, which is in agreement with uh, Ray Doc's commentary on Genesis 3 and verse 15, and the consensus of most of the rabbinical writings of ancient days. So they answered that correctly, right? They say unto him, the son of David. He saith unto them, how then doth David in spirit call him Lord, saying, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou on my right hand till I make thine enemies thy footstool. If David then called him Lord, how is he his son? (laughs) In other words, how can Messiah be God and still be the son of David? Oops. Well, you know what? They couldn't answer that. And they should have been able to answer it because... It's not such a uh, mysterious thing that the Messiah would have to reign as king. And uh, first of all, you'd have to die for our, our sins, which was also prophesied. And then he, later on, he would reign as king. And yet he's referred to as God. How can he be the God-man unless there's a virgin birth? Or he just you know appears out of nowhere. Boom, there he is, human being. Yeah, I guess he could have done that too, right? But then how would they validate who he was? And that's why it was so important for the genealogies to be recorded in Matthew as well as Luke. Psalms 110 verse 1 is what Jesus was referring to. And again, almost without fail, the majority of the ancient rabbinical writings concur. This verse refers to the Messiah. I read Psalms 110 verse 1. The Lord said unto my Lord, sit thou at my right hand until I make thy enemies thy footstool. Now, I've always told you that I'm not here to give you my opinion. I'm not here to try to reason with you with the mental capacity that I have. I'm not trying to win the debate by means of intellect here. I'm using the Word of God, okay? Because if the Word of God doesn't do it for you, nobody's going to be able to help you. There is no commentary. There's no dissertation. There's no argument. There's no debate. If you don't believe the Bible, forget it. You're not going to care about what I'm saying. But, But if you have some respect for the Word of God, then you ought to take what I am reading seriously. For example, in Isaiah chapter 11, verse 1 and 2, These are all verses I'm reading and quoting to you as the basis of fulfillment of Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots, and the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. 
Isaiah 42, verse 1. Behold, my servant whom I uphold, mine elect, in whom my soul delighteth, I have put my spirit upon him. Come ye near unto me, hear ye this. I have not spoken in secret from the beginning. From the time that it was, there am I. And now the Lord God and his spirit has sent me. Isaiah said that in Isaiah 48, verse 16. You see, ladies and gentlemen, this was not a big secret. It was perhaps mysterious in some ways, but all of the things that were given in the first five books of Moses, commonly known as the Torah, and the rest, commonly known as the Tanakh, or the Old Testament as we call it, was being articulated by types and shadows and prophecies in the scriptures, preparing the way, enlightening the minds and hearts of God's people. Isaiah 61, verse 1 and 2, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And when I'm reading these, for the most part, the name Lord, or the word Lord, capital L-O-R-D, that's Jehovah. Now, regarding the scriptures that I've just quoted to you, I am now going to use references from the very respected and revered rabbinical authorities. And that's why in the beginning, I gave some, I, I gave some history as to who these people are. According to R. Udan, which I'm assuming is Rabbi Udan, all these goodly promises are in the decree of the king, the king of kings, who will fulfill them for the Lord Messiah. Well, he evidently believed Messiah was going to be God. And according to Radok, once again, Rabbi David Kimchi, he says regarding Isaiah 42 and Isaiah 61, Radok says, Behold my servant, this is King Messiah. I have put my spirit, refers to what is said of him, and the spirit of the Lord will rest on him. According to Flavius Josephus, he says in the Jewish War, part two, pages 174 to 175, you can look it up yourself. At that time, there appeared a man, if it is permissible to call him a man. His nature and form were human, but his appearance was something more than a man. Notwithstanding, his works were divine. He worked miracles, wonderful and mighty, and everything whatsoever he wrought through an invisible power, he wrought by word and command. Some said of him, our first Lord giver is risen from the dead and has performed many healings and arts, while others thought that he was sent from God. Well, Josephus, without any doubt, was the greatest historian of that time. And he has some very commendable things to say about the Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, I wouldn't doubt he was a secret disciple like Nicodemus. He also says in the Jewish Antiquities 28, and that is page 63 to 64, about this time there lived Jesus, a wise man, if indeed one ought to call him a man, for he was a doer of wonderful works, a teacher of such people as accept the truth gladly. He goes on to say, he was the Messiah. Now, Josephus lived during the time 
of the destruction of the temple in 70 AD. So he was an eyewitness of much of what was going on there. And he evidently did not have the ungodly biases against the Lord Jesus as many today have. He gave an accurate account. He's the most respected historian, not only among the Jews, but even respected among non-Jews for the information and detail of what went on during that era. Let the Word of God speak more about these things. According to Isaiah 40, verses 3, 5, and 9, The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. O Jerusalem, behold your God. This is my prayer and hope today. O Jerusalem, behold your God. Listen to the words of scriptures and realize that the Messiah has already come some 2,000 years ago. And all that he wants for us and all that he gave his life for is recorded in the new covenant. And you can get a copy of it. All you have to do is write us and that information will be given out later. Or you can call us. You can call us at 844 644 4426. Again, the number is 844-644-4426 and request a free Hebrew English prophecy edition, New Covenant or New Testament. And if you're Jewish, we are gladly willing to send you this New Covenant. You don't even have to pay for the postage. All right. According to Matthew chapter 3, verses 1 to 3, in those days came John the Baptist This, by the way, is a fulfillment of Isaiah 40. In those days came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he that was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. You see, people don't realize that almost 25% of the New Testament or New Covenant is a quotation of the Old Testament scriptures, commonly known among the Jews as the Tanakh. So, you know, they didn't just come up with these writings out of thin air. They were using the scriptures that were pointing towards the first coming of the Messiah, and these scriptures were being quoted during the first coming of Christ to demonstrate that Christ indeed was the Messiah. It was confirming that he was because the Messiah had to fulfill these prophecies exactly to the T. There had to be no deviation and it had to be fulfilled exactly the way it said it would. For we know the warning in Deuteronomy chapter 18 about those who claim to be prophets, if they prophesy a lie or if they prophesy something that doesn't come true, then guess what? That's a capital offense. So if Jesus Christ was not the Messiah, then he's the greatest liar that ever was. Fact of the matter is, all these scriptures about the first coming of the Messiah was fulfilled exactly, exactly 100% by Christ and nobody else. There were many that came after him. There were some that came before him to claim to be the Messiah, but they never fulfilled that one prophecy Yet Christ Jesus fulfilled every single messianic prophecy about his first coming. And 
I got news for you. He's going to fulfill every single Messianic prophecy about His second coming as well. You are listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist broadcast, and we would like to take this opportunity to invite you to our national conference, May the 24th to the 28th. That is the last week of the month of May. The Hope of Israel National Conference is a prophecy-focused meeting with an old-time revival spirit. Some of the topics covered during the conference will be the high priest garments, blowing of the shofar, the mystery of the Jewish prayer shawl, prophetic feast days of Israel, and this all-important question, is America in Bible prophecy? For more information and to make reservations, you can go to the conference website at www.rapture.today. Once again, that is the word rapture, R-A-P-T-U-R-E, rapture.today. This is truly a meeting you do not want to miss. Mark your calendar, May the 24th to the 28th. That is the last Monday to Friday of the month of May. We pray that today's program has been an encouragement to you. If it has, please contact us and let us know you're listening. If you are of Jewish descent and would like to know more about the new covenant prophesied in the book of Jeremiah chapter 31, or maybe you're curious as to why true Bible-believing Christians have always supported Israel, please contact us. As a token of our love and appreciation, we would like to give you a beautifully bound Hebrew-English new covenant referred to as the New Testament. This Prophecy Edition Bible will be a great addition to your library and it will help you understand why those who believe in Yeshua HaMashiach, the Lord Jesus Christ, have always loved, supported, and prayed for Israel. Now if you're writing to let us know you're listening or if you're requesting one of these beautiful Hebrew-English New Covenants, you may do so by going to our website, www.hopeofisrael.net. That's hopeofisrael.net. You can also write to us at P.O. Box 1700, Powder Springs, Georgia, 30127. Once again, that's P.O. Box 1700, Powder Springs, Georgia, 30127.